Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Okay, this story is going to make me have to boycott Bucky's. And I don't want to, but I'm going to have to. I'm a fan of Bucky's. Have been a fan of Bucky's. We've talked about them on this show about who where the biggest Bucky's is. Is it in Nashville? Is it in Texas? Is it in Florida? Everybody's trying to outdo each other for the biggest Bucky's. And uh, we've also talked about how you know Bucky's doesn't sell diesel gas, so they don't want semi trucks and trailers there for you know gas products but i've also talked about on this show how you know if you're a trucker no one supports truckers more than me and this show doing the fat and and have for years and i was like well you know you can still go there you just don't plan on getting any gas well uh maybe that's not the case and if that's not the case then uh we're gonna have to we're gonna have to boycott bucky's uh-huh. A couple in Ohio, uh, Liberty City, Ohio, a little just north of Cincinnati there. If, you, if my hand is Ohio, uh, Liberty City's right there. And uh, they say that they went to a Bucky's location in Baytown, Texas. They're full-time truckers. And that uh, they had just dropped off the trailer, so it was just the tractor. And they posted a picture of their semi-tractor in Bucky's taking up just two parking spaces, uh, you know, without the trailer. And they had never been to a Bucky's before. So they were, they parked and they went in the store. And of course, it's amazing. Bucky's is beautiful. I, I mean, there is, it's a fascinating store. You know, the wall of drinks. Uh, it just, it's a fascinating place. And it's tough to go in there just to use the bathrooms. Although some would say that I have before without purchasing anything. But, you know, normally you get gas and everybody gets their picture taken with the the beaver out front. <laughs> I mean, you have to. It's just, that's a law. That's a law. So uh, I'm going to have to post a picture of me with the Bucky's beaver and a giant X now. Uh, it's going to have to boycott the Bucky's. In fact, that's probably the show post today. Because uh, this couple, they were wandering around. They were they had items in their hands that they were going to purchase, and an employee came up and said, uh, "Is that your truck in the parking lot?" Well, yes. Uh, you're not allowed to purchase anything here. You have to leave now. What? That can't be. Uh, that cannot be true i mean i mean i believe this couple i said that can't be real that had to be just a manager out of his mind right i mean that just that can't happen at a bucky's so they're trying to have the bucky's experience and uh you can't do it now there's no overnight parking obviously there's been stories where truckers have pulled in and parked way in the back and they're asked to leave and look i i understand that but to not be able to pull in even just a even a tractor and trailer but let alone just the tractor and not shop at the store that's insane and bucky's that can't stand I know that they have uh, display signs that say no 18-wheelers, but that can't stand. I mean, you can't turn down customers like that in today's world. No, I'm sorry. 
No. Now, they claim, they claim that the policy is in place uh, because their parking lots are not built for huge trucks, just for passenger vehicles. Now, I've been to multiple buckies <laughs> in this nation, and the parking lots are huge. Not only do they have 8,000 gas tanks, the parking lots are huge. And I have seen buses pull in. I don't know if you know this, buses are just as big as semi-tractor and trailers. So, which is it, Bucky's? You want the business or you don't want the business? I That hurts. That hurts. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So I'm all for a good crime. Trust me, uh, I love a good crime. But uh, this guy in Maine, who I th- was a, a great scam, actually, he was uh, swapping price tags on items at Home Depot, pricey tools, stuff like that. And he would uh, take the cheaper, <laughs> would take the item up to the self checkout and check himself out, right? So he was paying, he was scanning like between a dollar and thirty-seven fifty on items that were like ninety bucks, a thousand bucks. I mean, that's a good plan. That's a good plan. And uh, his scheme, he did it for years. He did it for years, and then he would sell the items at you know a cheaper price. And what a, I mean, that's a what a great way to make some money. Uh, you know, tag swapping, beautiful. And so, uh, <laughs> yeah, they got him though because uh, they figured it out, and he was paying with his credit cards. So now he's been charged with wire fraud and attempted wire fraud. Okay, come on now. Now you're, you know, up to me, stop it. But, okay, you got him for that. All right, so um, his purchases included you know, all kinds of stuff from the stores. So federal investigators, you know, vacuums, chainsaws, nail guns, leaf blowers, whatever, whatever you're getting at Home Depot. And uh, federal investigators looked into the case, and they were using security cameras, and they tracked everything, and that's how they busted him. And so he was charged with felony theft and wire fraud, and he pled guilty. They gave him three years in prison, and he had three years probation, as well as paying a fee of over a little over $4,000 in restitution. So he was released in March. All right, so he already did the scam. It's been three years did his time he's still on probation though but he did his time and uh he was released in march so then he went back to the same home depot and started doing it again okay so you got to come up with he's had three years in jail maybe you come up with a new plan a new way maybe you go to a different store i don't know maybe you choose a different store so the employees uh, apparently uh, were prepared for him this time, and he was arrested, and now he's being held without bail. <laughs> and he could spend 20 years in prison and a larger fine. So, dude, what are you doing? You had a great plan. Obviously, it wasn't that great because you did get caught, but you got caught once. And they slapped your hand, you, get, you paid him off, you did your time. You got to come up with a new plan. Instead, going back to doing the same thing. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Disappointing. 
disappointing. Speaking of disappointing, our cities, you know, like, I don't know, Baltimore, Baltimore, uh, Cleveland, St. Louis, Seattle. Uh, these are cities that are suing car manufacturers like Kia and Hyundai for creating a public nuisance by making cars that can be easily stolen. Um, how about you just stop the crime? How about we just do that in your cities? So Hyundai and Kia's decision to put cost savings and profits over public safety has had significant consequences for Baltimore and its residents as it has in other cities. Car thefts, thefts in the city have nearly doubled this year compared to the same time last year after, well, yeah, they're blaming it on the TikTok thread, tread, TikTok. So they're blaming it on the TikTok trend or, you know, viral videos of how to steal the cars. I had a Joe Biden moment. Oh, that's bumming it. There for a second. And I just, I lost where the heck, why, why you call something a trend? I don't understand. Anyway, so uh, they're blaming it on they're blaming it on TikTok and the car manufacturers, not the city themselves, for protecting the owners of the automobiles to keep crime down. So just be ready. It's the car manufacturer's fault. It's the gun manufacturer's fault. It's the pencil manufacturer's fault that my kid can't get the test right. We live in amazing times. We live in amazing, amazing times. Now, prosecutors said that the software updates that the company has done, and according to this, I guess Hyundai and Kia have tried to play nice and updated their software so that their cars couldn't be stolen as easily as they were being stolen thanks to the TikTok trend, thread, viral videos so they've tried to play along and say that they you know they've helped out guess what it's never enough it's never enough so now now what what i don't know what they what they want these companies to do i know that in uh, baltimore and maryland they are talking about uh, they want the car manufacturers to recall the cars because they're too easily stolen uh, no uh how about that how about no we'll just leave it at that how about no and i see where uh you know new york is shipping the climate refugees that are being sent from texas to new york off to neighboring counties because they want to get them out of the city they can't afford to keep them there but I see a story that says uh, 26, now in New York City, 26 Empire State Buildings is the, what is the equivalent of empty office space in New York right now. All right. So the equivalent of empty office space in New York, 26 Empire State Buildings, 74.6 million square feet of empty office space in NYC. Uh, I don't know why we just don't have the immigrants stay there. What are we doing? Got plenty of room. No reason to ship them out. You're welcome.
I mean, I know that we've had uh, researchers try to say that uh, what NYC and other large American cities need to do is make drastic changes to their zoning laws to adapt with the work-from-home era. The ultimate goal should be to become a playground city where people live, work, and play all in the same neighborhood. Well, they won't be able to drive because these same cities are suing the automobile companies and telling them they have to recall their cars because they've made themselves too easy to be stolen. Yeah, what we want to do is move all the people into one area so we can easily rob them there. That's a great idea. Ugh, just can't freaking take it. Be sure to uh, follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. Oh, speaking of that, I see where Elon uh, said that he's going to step back as boss of Twitter in six weeks. Apparently, he's hired a girl to do his job. (laughs) Okay. Now, Elon didn't say who it was going to be, but we've done some internet sleuthing, uh, and they claim that it's going to be the NBC Universal advertising figure, Linda Yacarino, Yacarino, yeah, A Y. Amorphophallus. Yeah, I don't think that's how she pronounces it. Uh, y a c c a r i n o. Yeah, Yacarino. Uh, so good luck to her if that's her gig uh, for Twitter. Elon hiring a a girl. He said that uh, she's going to begin her job in about six weeks, and that he is going to uh, step back and still, you know, obviously be in charge but not be in charge and uh the tesla world uh, was all happy uh, they were like yay we're getting elon back so we'll see how that works out and of course uh, you can follow me on uh facebook and instagram jeff fisher radio uh and you can always email the show chewing the fat at the blaze.com uh, let's go to the break room i need something cold to drink desperately <laughs> So this week in Sweden, uh, Beyonce returned to the stage solo for the first time in seven years to start her 56-stop Renaissance World Tour. Yay! Don't worry about it, though. The average uh, ticket is about 700 bucks. So you're getting it. That's all right. That's fine. I'll worry about it. <laughs> so the race for the billion dollar tour is on okay so you've got beyonce out there you've got taylor swift out there and they're saying that no one has done the billion dollar tour yet honestly you know on a single tour elton is still doing his retirement concert which is i think it's been the last 25 years he's never gonna retire he said he told hubby he told the kids yeah i want to spend time with you i do but i got this farewell tour to do and the farewell the farewell tour right now is going to take about 20 years right think about it and so uh, we'll see what happens. But right now, that Yellow Brick Road farewell tour uh, is grossed over eight hundred million. Not a billion yet, though. So he could probably, you know, he probably will get there. Uh, so you've got. I mean, now we have Springsteen, Madonna coming up, Drake coming up. 
I don't know that any of those can get to the billion dollar tour. No way. But Taylor and Beyonce, that could happen. So you got Taylor, Beyonce, and Elton really fighting over for the single tour of the you know the billion dollar mark. And with Elton touring for the next twenty years on the single tour, I think he'll win. So we talked about uh, Bob Douche Nero uh, having his new baby at uh, seventy three, but then I was looking at. I mean, these guys, come on. Robert De Niro, really having a new kid. Is that really happening in life? But it is. When I was looking at some of the other, you know, stars that have been in that age bracket or close that have been having kids. So you've got, uh, you know, George Clooney uh, in his 50s, I think. Maybe his 60s, just had a kid. Uh, for sure, you know, you've got Alec Baldwin. You've got Mick Jet. Oh, that's right. Uh, you've got uh, my man, uh, Mr. Baldwin, who's been having kids forever, and he's, Alec is, no, okay, I didn't even get to Baldwin, it was just, it was just, it was just, should have been, actually, it should have just been the gun cocking, yes, I hadn't even got there yet, I mean, those are the rules, anyway, how, I've got to see how old Alec is, I know, I got it, so he's 66 now, Mr. Baldwin. And then we had uh, Jagger, who had a kid at 73. All right. Uh, Rupert Murdoch had twins at 72. Ooh. <laughs> Tony Randall, he had that kid when he was 78. Remember him having that kid at 78? Oh, man. Holy cow. And didn't uh, one of the other Stones had twins, too? Yeah, Ronnie Wood had uh had twins and he was well he was only 69 at the time this was 2016 so those kids are practically grown up now and he's back he's done a couple of tours since then so yeah i love him and everything but i gotta go on tour so that's kind of the elton john thing that's the jagger thing that's the that's the alec baldwin thing yeah i gotta go make a movie uh, didn't you just shoot somebody on set it doesn't matter i gotta go make a movie it's i gotta get out of here so i mean it's easy it's easy for these guys to have the kids because they don't take care of them all right so if you're an everyday 78 year old good luck god bless i need some new shows to watch too i mean succession is almost over and that's their final this is their final season uh perry mason ended uh season two uh rabbit hole ended paramount plus fatal attraction is still going and those were already in the can before the writer's strike so i'll get to the end of that um night agent on netflix i'm done with i I guess i could sit through it again Uh, the diplomat was really good on netflix i could sit through that again i guess i guess i'm told that uh the taylor is uh supposed to be really good on netflix it's a and i I mean i'm gonna watch it just because i'm gonna watch it but uh it's everything to know about the turkish drama based on a true story you're not winning me over with that Uh, it's a turkish drama based on a true story but you know we'll give it a shot but i need some new shows and the writers let's go what are we doing make a deal uh, don't sell out. I'm, you know, more so uh, studios. How about you make a deal with the writers? Let's get these people back working, okay? Let's make a deal. Let's go. I saw where Disney is now uh, trimming some more streaming losses. Oh, isn't that special? Huh. I thought they were doing so great. So they 
increased the price, which they claim significantly helped reduce the losses. Yeah, you think it's funny how that works, but for how long? So they say that they uh, lost in their streaming services last quarter. Okay. So they claim they lost 4 million subscribers. Ooh. That's uh, not too good for the old streaming service. And so they claim more additional price hikes are coming. But they, you're going to have Disney Plus uh, on Hulu now. Uh, and so they've charging more money at the theme park. So, you know, Iger's kind of got him turned around. He's ready to walk away again uh, pretty soon. So we'll see what happens with Disney and all that. I, I, you know, this, the streaming prices. I've got to be adjusted somehow. I mean, there's only so many apps I can subscribe to and pay for. There's only so many. And every time I think, well, that's enough. I don't have any more. Well, there is more. And so, oh, you know, and plus the other app that I need because I just got rid of YouTube TV. And I'm on Hulu Live now along with the Hulu plan with HBO. And there's, and they, I think Disney is part of that. Disney Plus is part of that deal. Yeah. Uh, you can tell I was a big part of the uh, the collaboration about doing that. I was told at the house, yeah, we're going to get rid of YouTube TV, and we're going to get Hulu, and we're going to get all this, and it's going to save us money. Okay. <laughs> but is it really, though? Because now i got to get AMC+, because we got Walking Dead back up and running. we got Fear, the final season of Fear of the Walking Dead starts this week, by the way. So starting Monday, you're going to get a new Talking Walking Dead. Uh, with myself, Jason Buttrell, and my son Maximus, as we give, uh, as we you know talk about uh, Walking Dead and and fear the Walking Dead's new season. Plus, we've got Dead City uh, starting up again. With uh, that'll be great. That's coming up really soon too. So there's some new shows to watch. Never mind. I've got a few things to watch. We'll be okay. We'll be all right. But some of the network shows that I watch, uh, you know, they're going to be going away because there's a new writers. So. There's only so many replays, uh, reruns I can watch. Okay. So let's make this deal with the writers and make it work. And, oh my gosh, Peloton is doing another recall. 2.2 million bikes are being recalled. Another recall from Peloton. Um, If you had purchased a bike between January of 2018 and May of 2023, just those years, though. Only the years that they've been huge. <laughs> uh, you know, if you were one to get one back in the 50s, that one's fine. But just in the five years from 2018 to 2023, you know, when they all sold, uh, you need to stop using it immediately and contact Peloton for a free repair. Why? What can happen? Well, the bike's seat post can break. All right, so I'm just saying, as a bike rider from time to time in my life, uh, when the seat post breaks, that tends to not be good. That tends to not be good. That's just me, though. So maybe that's why there's a recall. Good for them. We have a question in the back of the room. This was just in our class. Keith. Uh, so um, doesn't specifically relate to Peloton, I'm just curious, when was the last time you, Jeff Fisher, actually rode on any bicycle whatsoever? Not that long ago. Really? Not that long ago. Okay. How long is that? That's the closest date you're getting. 
Speaking of uh, bike poles breaking and what could happen to you if that bike seat pole breaks, uh, I see a story that you know, I want to believe it because it's a great story, but I don't know that it's actually real. Uh, I mean, it's a good advice to take with you, but I don't know that it's real. So the story is never wear a butt plug to your MRI appointment. Okay, so and I, I would say that that is good advice. You don't want that, especially because you're not supposed to have any metal with you uh, at an MRA. Everyone knows that. Uh, bad things happen when that when you have metal in you, on you during an MRA. But this story talks about a person who's suing a sex toy company because uh, the client purchased the butt plug that was advertised at 100% silicone. So the client wears the butt plug to the MRI appointment. I mean, I, who among us, right? I mean, look, today's my day to wear my butt plug, okay? I know I'm having an MRI, but today's my day. But according to this, the plug had a metal core in it. Ooh. Uh, that is not good. So it accelerated through the body into the chest cavity, and it was described as an anal rail gun. That's what they describe it as, not me. Don't look at me. I'm just telling you what they describe it as. <laughs> so I, you know, I want to believe this. I, I do believe that it's good advice uh, if you to perhaps even if it is your butt plug day. Maybe if you're getting an MRI, you take the day off and you don't wear it. It's always good to make sure that something is as advertised. If it, you purchased it and it was supposed to be 100% silicone, make sure it is 100% silicone. But I feel like the story just isn't real you know it's just one of those stories that well i had a patient that had a butt plug stuck in them during an mri and they're they're still alive they survived but it was was an ugly time there for a little while was it though <laughs> was it <laughs> i don't even know i mean that person is lucky to be alive first of all if it's real you're lucky to be alive how do you know that that was the case right you did you say i don't have any metal in my body but today's my butt plug day so did you write that on the paperwork so that they knew so that as soon as you started screaming and hollering in the middle of the mri you do it you doing okay in there? <laughs> oh man, I I hate those MRI machines so much. I just oh, they're so bad. Even the open ones are so bad. Cause I mean, the last MRI I had was for my shoulder, so I had to go in the tube. And first of all, it's a tight squeeze. That's a tight squeeze. And so, I mean, I am in there, and that ceiling is right there up against your face. And, all right, you're okay in there. We're going to get this thing started. It's only going to take a couple of minutes. That's my MRI machine uh, sound effect. And, uh, I mean, when the machine's going, it's better than you just sit in there and it stops. And it's like, and you're like, oh. And then you realize you're back in the tube again. 
And I start, I mean, toward the end, I mean, I am beginning to freak out. Are you doing okay on there, Jeff? Uh, looks like you're moving around a little. Yeah, you need to get me the hell out of here is what needs to happen. Like now. I want to hear this thing sliding out of here is what I want to hear. Oh, I just got uh, I just got one more. Uh, you'll be fine. I just got one more little. We'll just do it right now. Don't move. I mean, holy cow. By the end, I am freaked out. But thankfully, it wasn't my butt plug day. So who died today? Who died today? Kenneth Igano. Kenneth Igano, the Filipino bantamweight boxer, uh, passed away at the age of 22. Now, I know what you're thinking. No, it wasn't that, okay? I know you like to think that all the time. Every time I mention a young person just passing away, they that's what you think right away. So it's not that, all right? We don't actually we don't know what it was. And we know that he died uh 4 days after his 8-round win at the Imus Sports Gymnasium. So it was either the boxing or what you're thinking, but I'm guessing it was the boxing. So Kenneth Egano and I love saying the word bantamweight. Uh, the bantamweight boxer uh, dead at 22. I see the NFL released its upcoming schedule, too, for the season. Nice. Uh, really nice. Uh, we're going to have, there's going to be some great games. Look, you're going to have games uh, all over the holidays. Uh, Black Friday, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve. It's going to be awesome. Plus, they've got, uh, I think we've got five games in Europe this year. It'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. And a uh, little known uh, little known fact that uh, I was kind of surprised about. Uh, the Jets are playing Kansas City. The New York Jets are playing Kansas City this year. So that will be Aaron Rodgers up against Patrick Mahomes. That's the first time that Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes has gone up against Aaron Rodgers. Or Aaron Rodgers has gone up against Patrick Mahomes. Now, that because KC was in uh, Green Bay... And uh, I think a couple years ago, and Aaron was out COVID protocols. And so uh, Love was playing Kansas City in Green Bay at the time. So it's just a little little fun NFL fact for you. Uh, You'll probably hear that on the broadcast. If not, you heard it here first. Okay, just letting you know. I could talk sports with you all day. (laughs) Uh, The schedule. I'd love to sit down and just go over the schedule, the whole damn schedule. But I won't. I won't. I will say, though, that I see where Tom Brady, uh, it's been announced that he's in discussions to put some money into the Las Vegas Raiders. The Las Vegas Raiders. Because he owns part of the basketball team, right? I think he does. I think he owns part of the Vegas basketball team. Says it in the story or not? But uh, good for Tom. Although, if he buys into the NFL, does that hurt his Fox deal to broadcast NFL games? I don't know. I I, I don't know how what their deal is or what they how they make it. But it's really weird. That's why I was thinking that Amazon doesn't uh, 
why Bezos didn't try to buy an NFL team. So I feel like he's got more interest in the NFL, the broadcasting of the games. There's no reason for him to purchase a team to get in there, which I thought he probably should just buy the Washington Redskins commanders uh, and be the be the owner. Although uh, I wonder if Amazon will get the I wonder what if Amazon will get the uh, rights to broadcast all the European games. I was thinking about that. Amazon could be the exclusive uh, broadcaster of the European League, which will be coming in uh, about a year or so. Uh, he pretty much count on that. Uh, they've got five games this year. Uh, next year, oh, let's just do a whole division. Uh, we'll just do a whole division in Europe. And Amazon, you go ahead and broadcast them all. It's all, it's all on you. <laughs> so uh, that could be coming very, very soon. But I have not been involved in any of those negotiations. So how do I know? We also have another story of a man getting out of prison after a long stay of being innocent in Louisiana after spending 29 years in prison for the rape of a six-year-old stepdaughter of his six-year-old stepdaughter who wrote more than 100 letters arguing for his innocence, said he didn't do it. Uh, the, the girl, the stepdaughter, he was in prison for 29 years. He's now free. He was convicted in 1994. Wow. So, just amazing. He was wrongfully, I should say, wrongly convicted of raping a six-year-old stepdaughter in 1994. And he's free now. Uh, The testimony of the little girl, they never heard. It was all what people said. People said, yeah, the little girl told them he did it. And she said all along, no, uh, no, I didn't. Uh, no, it uh, wasn't him. And uh, she, they never put her on the stand. They never they just brushed it under the, under, the, under the pile. And he goes off to prison for 29 years. Wow. Just incredible. Now, she's wrote, written hundreds of letters for his innocence. Uh, he and she both said, uh, you know, hey, thanks for hearing me. Thank you for giving me my dad back. Uh, the state's uh, unwillingness to hear out the victim was a real problem. Uh, they were all happy that, you know, they were happy that it happened. Uh, he was saying that, uh, you know, he was just thankful that it was done and he thanked the Lord and he wanted to enjoy his family. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he's obviously, you know, overjoyed. He wants to spend some time with his family. He said, and this is what we talked about the last time that it happened. Uh, he said that uh, figuring out modern technology has been the most difficult challenge. Uh, you know, of learning to live free in 2023. Uh, All of it, everything, cell phones, computers, hybrid cars, electric vehicles, debit and credit cards. It's all very overwhelming and completely brand new to me. Well, I'll tell you another thing that's brand new, and that's going to be having some money. I don't know what Louisiana pays for wrongfully convicted felons. Uh, The only thing I could see is that they currently have... $25,000 a year for people who were wrongfully convicted for every year they were incarcerated up to 10 years. 
So he spent 29 years in prison. So he's only going to get 250000 I would hope that it would be more than that. But he better get at least that. At least that. Holy cow. I mean, just to say, yeah, you're free now. Good luck. God bless. Take care. <laughs> Thanks for stopping. Uh, good to see you. Good luck out there. Yeah, darn it, man. We were wrong. Shoot. Wish we could have, should have, should have done better. But we just, we just couldn't. I mean, it's a good thing he's not in Iran. I was looking at a story that talked about uh, Iran had just hung their uh, sultan of cocaine as uh, in Iran. I know. <laughs> I know. But this stat here from the U.N., is amazing the u.n human rights chief so you know, i may question his stats a little bit but you know he is the u.n human rights chief he says that iran has oh i'm sorry i don't know if the human rights chief is a he or not so the u.n human rights chief has stated that iran has executed more than 10 people every week this year holy cow i mean they're just hanging people i mean hello it's a rant did you look at somebody the wrong way hung i mean they've hanged uh three prisoners uh including the sultan of cocaine this past this past week and they just been they've been looking at drug the largest cocaine distribu- distribution cartel which is the, who this guy was supposed to be in charge of the sultan of cocaine i'm sure no one will take his place but it doesn't matter that's not the point the point is we're just hanging people left and right uh pretty incredible uh so we're concerned about we're concerned about capital punishment here in the united states and we you know kill a guy here or there for doing heinous things and in iran you looked at me the wrong way uh hang uh, we're just hanging you right now pretty amazing <laughs> Well, it's Friday, so it's time for what's being called America's favorite game show, What's the Lie? What's the Lie? Where contestants try to decipher the lie from our count of one, two, three, four headlines. One of them is not true. Thus, that's where we get what's the lie our contestant today jesse miller from harrisburg pennsylvania if he wins not only will he get to come back for another round but he'll win a talking sense jeffy blue freshy and for more information you can go to talking sense facebook group and find the freshy scent and design for you also if you or someone you love would like to be a contestant on what's the lie you can email chewing the fat at the welcome jesse miller from Harrisburg, Hello, Pennsylvania. Jeffy. How are you, sir? I'm pretty good yourself. I am fantastic. How's life in Pennsylvania? I'm pretty good. I'm, I'm glad to be here in the studio today. This is pretty nice and big in here. Right? You're welcome, <laughs> by the way. You are welcome. So, you ready to play four headlines, one of them not real? What's the lie? Yeah, sure. 
All right, let's go. Headline number one. You can buy a lifetime pass for this Iowa movie theater's continuous showing of The Godfather. Headline number two. Influencer reveals she cooked and ate part of her knee in a spaghetti bolognese. Headline number three. A fake Elon Musk disappointed dozens of Chinese fans who showed up at a New York event. Headline number four. Burger King unveils Spider-Verse Burger with red bun those are your four headlines you can buy a lifetime pass for this iowa movie theater's continuous showing of the godfather influencer reveals she cooked and ate part of her knee in a spaghetti bolognese a fake elon musk disappointed dozens of chinese fans who showed up at a new york event burger king unveils spider-verse burger with a red bun all right, those are your four headlines. Jesse, what is the lie? Well, I know the Burger King one is true. I've been following that. So, um, Have you tried it? I haven't tried it yet. No, I haven't uh, found it yet, right. but I know it's true. I'm going to go with the Godfather one. You would be 100% correct. Congratulations to Jesse <laughs> Bell. Yes, that's amazing. You have won a Talking Sense Jeffy Blue Freshie. Uh, obviously, you can go to the Talking Sense Facebook group and find the Freshie Scent and Design for you. And you'll be coming back next week for another edition of What's the Lie? Awesome. <laughs> Thanks for listening to What's the Lie? What's the Lie is a subsidiary of Chewing the Fat Enterprises. All information is probably accurate at the time of recording. CTF, WTL, MM, XX, I, I, I. Jesse, congratulations, buddy. Thank you. That was awesome. I told you it was too easy. And, uh, and, and I like to tell your producer that, hey, I'm 1 and 0, and he is 0 for what? <laughs> oh, man, I see that hurts. That hurts. That's, not, that's not even nice. I, I was going to wish you good luck next week, but I can't do that now. <laughs> Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.